Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 6, you will hear stories from our seventh collection, Twists and Turns. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. All Things Considered by Lois Elizabeth Hicks with Rudy Hicks My son Rudy says he remembers the chilly Friday evening, October 11, 1996. He left Siler City, North Carolina to drive to Silcope over isolated country roads to retrieve Casper, his white mongrel pup, from the dog sitter. He says he does not like to remember drinking old granddad bourbon, downing enough to put him over the legal limit to drive. He remembers driving anyway, knowing but ignoring his impairment, then failing to turn with a curve on Jesse Bridges Road and the Chevrolet Citation collapsing against an oak tree that stood beside the road. Well, that wasn't so bad, he thought. But when he tried to push his body upright, he could not move. When emergency personnel took him to Chatham Hospital in Siler City, where he worked as an admittance clerk and social work intern, he muttered, need steroids, because he recognized his spinal cord injury. He remembers the subsequent helicopter airlift to Memorial Hospital in Chapel Hill. Rudy remembers that post-surgery, the neurosurgeon approached his bed holding a transparent plastic vial that rattled when shook. And when the doctor poured the contents onto a bedside table, bone fragments rolled out like dice. Rudy remembers him saying, You are quadriplegic. Rudy rejected the diagnosis and believed that if he used his brain, he could make his limbs work. But instead of his mind overpowering his paralyzed extremities, it entered into a confused mix of hallucinations and dreams. He looked forward to sleep, hoping to dream of walking, of moving his body. But when awake, he told in his whispering, gasping voice how he could accomplish impossible feats, how he climbed down from his hospital bed and pulling oxygen hose and intravenous lines behind him, walked across the room to view his gaunt visage in a mirror. No one could convince him that such a thing was impossible until the neurosurgeon returned to Rudy's bedside, declaring, you have trouble accepting your condition. The surgeon pulled a paper towel from the holder, sketched, slashed, explained, your paralysis is permanent. Then, Rudy knew it was impossible to have walked or used his hands. But if he accepted the doctor's prognosis, Rudy had to face his future. Every glimpse of that future filled him with despair, left him frightened, grieved angry that he had done this to himself, had thought it okay to drive with his bloodstream infused with alcohol.
Rudy remembers his transfer to physical rehabilitation and learning to do new things. He remembers the first time he moved his right shoulder to move his upper arm, the first time he used a pencil stuck into a hand brace to turn pages of a book. He remembers learning how to feed himself a cheeseburger. For the first time, Rudy dreamed he was in a wheelchair. He dreamed that he controlled the chair with a joystick and drove so fast that the chair lifted off the floor and flew. He found hope in that dream. Rudy did not expect to live long with his damaged body. But it is now over 25 years later, years of physical pain, pressure sores, surgeries, years of knowing that one bad choice wrecked his life. He remembers, but does not dwell on the past. He is too busy getting through his day. At 8 a.m., Rudy clicks the remote to unlock his door for an aide to enter and to allow Maggie, the black Labrador, sleeping beside his bed, to go outside to relieve herself. He reviews his plans for the day. He will spend two hours directing the aide in completing his personal care and the various tasks necessary to put him in his power chair for the day. He reviews the task for which he is responsible to share in keeping the household going with his parents, reminding them of appointments, then placing online orders for medical and household supplies. After the morning aid leaves for the day, Rudy will take a slow wheelchair ride outdoors to allow Maggie to chase a rabbit or to sniff out the neighborhood or to tease a feral cat. After lunch at one o'clock, Rudy and Maggie will load into the Dodge van with a wheelchair ramp. A hired driver will carry them east on U.S. Highway 64 to keep a medical appointment at Memorial Hospital in Chapel Hill. When he returns from Chapel Hill, Rudy and Maggie will again explore the outdoors for the afternoon before an aide returns to put him into bed for the night. During their jaunt, the pair will roam acreage with wooded paths and rough tracks around the fields where Rudy will park in tree shade and check electronic communications, perhaps chat with a neighbor, pray, while Maggie sniffs out another rabbit or deer to startle. So overall, Rudy anticipates a satisfactory day, quite a good day in fact, all things considered. Copyright 2022, Lois Elizabeth Hicks. Lois Elizabeth Hicks lives in rural Randolph County. Lois, a wife, mother, and grandmother, worked as a high school teacher and school media coordinator for many years while providing hands-on full care for an adult son paralyzed with quadriplegia. During those years, she joined a five-member Winston-Salem writing group and began journal entries of caregiving and respite days events. She now writes nonfiction stories based on those journal entries. Her story, What Happened to Judah Quinn, appeared in the personal story publishing project anthology, Trouble. 
Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the seven anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.